0: Welcome to another episode of the Handgun World Podcast. This is a practical show done by a practical guy and we are recording episode 638. So I've been doing a series for a long time called What Do You Carry and Why? I've been doing this series now over a year and I like to bring people on, listeners and students and people and just friends of mine. And ask them, what do they carry and why? We've had a great variety. So today, I'm joined by Chad Rosenboom. Welcome to the show, Chad.
1: Hey, thanks for having me on, Bob.
0: Yeah, first time ever on the show. Yes. However, I want to tell everybody, Chad's been to, I think, at least a couple of the classes I did with Ben Branham, right? Three. three you've been at three maybe four three or four four yeah All right. I'm getting old my memory is is fading on me but yeah I (laughs) I know the feeling thanks for being such a great student Chad so Chad's been a student he's also been listening a long time he's a patreon supporter and I thank you for that so Chad reached out to me and he wanted to talk about what does he carry so Chad I'm gonna start with the question what do you carry and why?
1: So, Bob, I um, I actually used to carry the last class we were at. I've, I've carried a lot of guns over the years. It's been 25 years uh, that I've been carrying for self-protection. And I actually, the last time I saw you, I was carrying an FN 5.7 uh, as a personal, my carry gun. And after the class, well, the cost of ammo on that five seven i just couldn't shoot that you know i that guess that would have been a pretty expensive wouldn't it yeah a two-day handgun class with five seven by 28 just kind of you know Eesh. that hurt my pocketbook too yeah, much that breaks the bank doesn't it yeah so i actually started looking into carrying a nine millimeter and after all the stuff that happened with sig i went and got a, uh, on your recommendation, a uh, shadow systems. I've got really large hands, I've got long fingers, so I went with the XR920. Now, and then, for
0: people who may not know, tell them what, exactly what the XR920 is.
1: So the XR920 is a Glock 17 style frame with a Glock 19 slide. So you get a full-size duty gun 17 round frame and a, a little bit shorter four four 4.3-inch barrel, I think, Glock 19 slide.
0: So, essentially, you have the Shadow Systems version of a Glock Model 45, basically. Correct. Okay. I've got one of
1: those, too, but I don't <laughs> carry it.
0: <laughs> so, how do you like the Shadow Systems? You, you said it's based on right, my recommendation. So... Um, Okay, you took my recommendation. Thank you. How do you like it?
1: I, It is probably the sweetest gun. I've got a lot of... I won't say I have a lot of handguns. I have a fair amount of them. I actually prefer this over my Wilson Combat 1911. No kidding. Yes. I thought about going back to a 1911 and carrying that as a carry gun when I got my Wilson and I took them both to the range and went, hmm No.
0: Why do you like it better than the Wilson Combat 1911?
1: So, everybody talks about magazine capacity, and you hear about all this all the time, and you've said it before. You're not. Five, six, eight rounds. That's. Let's look at the modern thing. It's probably going to be over. It's going to be. If that absolutely is the worst day. It's probably going to be over in five to seven rounds. It really, that's it. That's not why I like it. I actually like it because it's got a good smooth trigger. It's got, it feels good in my hand. It locks in nice and tight. Now I've got the shadow system. It's got the same grip angle as 1911. Okay. Whatever that is. Yeah, I did the, uh, I changed out the, they've got the adjustable back straps on them. Yes. And I changed mine out to put the 1911 grip angle.
0: Okay. See, so here's my MR920, and I don't have the 1911 grip, uh, but it's not the Glock-style grip panel either. It's the one in between those. Yeah. That's what I got. But you've got yours set up so it feels like shooting a 1911. At least the grip does.
1: It's got the same grip angle. Uh, It doesn't feel like a 1911. It actually Personally, it feels better than a 1911. <laughs> lighter? It's definitely lighter. And with with the activities that I do and the things that, you know, the yeah. stuff I do on a day-to-day, I actually prefer it. I well, really it's, do. Well,
0: it's lighter. It's lighter than the, than the 1911. Um, you don't have to worry about a manual safety. No. Right? You don't on the Shadow Systems gun.
1: Yeah, the the manual safety, I mean, I've done enough drills and enough training and practice and all that where as you press forward with the 1911, your thumb's already pushed down on the manual safety, and as you pull back into your workspace, you've come up with that safety, and you're just running your thumb back and forth, but even with that little bit of extra that you don't even think about, yeah, no.
0: But you, you've I, got I, good training with the
1: 1911. Yeah, I've I've... I've taken some really good training with it down in Florida when I lived down there.
0: So how does your Shadow Systems, and by the way, I want to stop right here and tell everybody this is not a commercial for Shadow Systems. I'm not sponsored by Shadow Systems. I don't think Chad is either, and um, however, uh, if, if Trevor, the CEO there, happens to be watching this video, um, I'd love some feedback from him, <laughs> but this is not a commercial. Uh, For them. It just so happens that I own four of their guns. You own two, three? Three. You own three. And we like them. So, how would you compare? Why why do you like the XR920 better than your FN57? So,
1: it came down to... Not the magazine capacity. It didn't come down to the recoil. It didn't come down to anything. It honestly came down to nine millimeter is twenty six cents every time you pull the trigger. Five seven by twenty eight at one time was a little over a dollar every time you pull the trigger. Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> yeah, at one time, a fifty round box of five seven by twenty eight was eighty four dollars. Unbelievable. For a box of 50. Un- well, I don't blame you for making that switch. So, it was just finding a 9mm that I liked, that fit my hand, and did everything I wanted it to do. And what optic do you have on it? Um, On my carry gun, I'm running a uh, Holosun EPS. Okay. Uh, the sealed optic. Uh,
0: the it's APS a red
1: can. dot. I've, I've got one with the green. I previously had a green dot on it, uh, the 507 or the 508, whatever the green was, but it was yeah. the open emitter. Yeah, And it was every week I was taking the gun, clean the gun, take a rag get in there with the q-tip clean the hollow sun and i went "Uh, there's got to be something better than this there has to be something better because it just catches lint like you wouldn't believe and i end up going to a sealed emitter okay so
0: can can i see the xr920 again real quick with the sealed emitter and with, with the eps carry and so i want viewers and listeners who are looking right now pull it back a little bit and uh, from the camera. And I want them to see the grip length. For people who might not be familiar, let them see the grip length of that. So there it is. Uh, uh, that's a Glock 17 grip length. And, uh, it's, let's I, do it that way. I, yeah, let's do it. There you go. And I believe it's probably the exact same barrel length as the G19. Maybe with, give or take, a tenth of an inch.
1: Yeah, I believe so. Yeah.
0: Um So you found a 9mm that fits your hand. You could afford the ammo. What else do you Mm -hmm. like about it? How do you
1: carry it? Uh, I actually carry appendix. Um, The dojo where I train, um, we got in there one day and we got to mess around. We uh, we were using these. I don't want anybody to freak out and think that we were taking live guns. We actually use this. We use Uh cert guns. Yep. Uh, this is a Glock 17 CERT. Oh, wait. I don't think they call it a Glock 17. It's their... No, nah, they just call it a CERT. Whatever they call it. Yeah. It, the, whatever the Glock 17 version of a CERT was. It's the was imitation
0: carrying, of a Glock 17, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I had it. I had it behind my hip, and we were doing some combatives, and one of the guys pinned me to the ground, and another one stood on top of me, and I couldn't get to my pistol. And I went, okay, we've got to change. Let's look at appendix. I don't like carrying appendix. I've never liked carrying appendix, until I spent about two years carrying appendix, and that's all I carry now. You got used to it, didn't you? I got very much used to it. And everything is right here on the front. The gun is there. You can be on your stomach, and you can still roll to the side to pull pull your firearm. I can ride my motorcycle in appendix. The whole nine yards. What holster do you use? So this is where people are going to laugh and they're going to go, well, wait a minute, you're not using a Tier 1, you're not using a T-Rex, you're, what are you, really, seriously? I'm actually using a very inexpensive Blackhawk Stash holster.
0: Blackhawk Stash, okay.
1: They have them on Amazon, they are $35. And it's worth. I originally... It works perfect. The only modification I've done to this holster, and I don't know if the anybody can see it, but it has a piece of foam that I have put on the back. Yeah. You can find these little pieces of foam that go... Uh, I got a 10-pack of them, also on Amazon. No, this is not a commercial for Amazon or Shadow <laughs> Systems or Blackhawk. Um, but I got the foam on there. It was... A dollar a piece or something like that. It sticks on. I cut it to the shape that I wanted, and it works just fine. Does the foam I, have a sticky back, or did you velcro it on there? No, no, it's got a sticky back to it. Okay. And when it gets worn out, I'll peel it off and I'll put uh, I'll clean it with some you know nail polish remover or something like that, and then I'll uh, put another one of these on there. That's really cool. What belt are you using? Uh, I'm using a Hanks belt, one of their gun belts. Not the double gun belt, but just the regular leather thick gun belt. Okay, good. And I've I've had that for the past two, three years? Three okay. years. It's not infinitely,
0: infinitely adjustable? It does have the, the loop and the holes?
1: Yes. It's okay. just like a standard leather belt. You can't tell that it's you know a gun belt by looking at it which where I work that works out okay good
0: that's good so I'm sure you've done a lot of practice and dry fire and things like that Mm -hmm. Uh, when you go to the range with your XR 920 that you're carrying in your holster and your your belt um, how are you practicing
1: what are you doing so, unfortunately, the range that I go to does not allow us to work from the holster. <laughs> I end up having to uh, I do a lot of holster work and a lot of my dry fire here at the house. Okay. I have this wonderful little thing. It's called a dry fire mag. There you go. This was probably the coolest training tool I have ever purchased. It is a hundred dollars again. Not a commercial for them, but it is so worth the money.
0: What kind is it? What's the, what's the brand of it?
1: Uh, dry fire mag. That's, okay, I got to write that down. So dry fire mag is what it's called. Okay. Yeah. You take the you take the magazine. Lock it into the gun. Just to verify. And you sit here, and it. That's nice. That's I can nice. pull the trigger infinite amount of times, and I never have to touch the slide. That's great. That is good. I'm going to put a link below this
0: video and in the show notes of the podcast for dry fire mags. And uh, do me a favor when you get a chance, send me a link yeah. to send me a link to where people can buy that holster. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I like that. I like that. So you can pull
1: that, and you can you. That's nice. I like that. And because it's a G17, I can use this on every Glock that I own. You know, with the Glock 26 and the Glock 19 and the Shadow Systems, the only thing I can't use it on is my 43X and my CR920.
0: Yeah. Of course, it's not going to fit in those. Yeah. And I have the CR920 also. Um, I, I think it's one of the absolute best carry guns on the market.
1: Yeah, I... I agree with you. I mean, it's it's well, it's a little small for my hands, but yeah, it tucks away into a pocket real nice.
0: It's small, uh, but I, I I took my CR920 to a IDPA match recently, and I'll tell That's you good. what, I, not any worse than I do with the full size guns. Oh, huh. it shoots like a full size gun. The CR920 for me it does. Um, I'm not. I'm not at the expert level competition shooting level. I'm not there. So, like I said, my scores and my time were no worse than taking my full size guns out there.
1: See, I need to do that. I need to go do a shooting IDPA. I've always wanted to do it. I just need to find a place and just go.
0: Yeah. In fact, you know what I've done for the last several competitions? is I now go with my small concealed carry guns which I recommend that everybody do. So I've shot the competitions with my CR920, with my SIG P365, the Glock 43X. Uh, I think the next thing I'm going to do is go out there with my little Glock 42 380 and and shoot that competition as well. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah, I love doing that kind of stuff. Um, You know, there are times I take out my DR920 just to have Mm -hmm. fun when I want to play the game. Uh, question. Another question. Get back to your XR nine twenty. Do you have the combat sure. or
1: the elite version? I've got both. I carry both. the combat. Oh wow! <laughs> I I carry. So I bought the combat. Yeah. And then I started thinking about. I was I was constantly you know because I was trying to get used to the dot, and then I got used to the dot, and I didn't want to get away from the dot, and I wanted to keep working with the dot. You know, I'm forty seven years old. I wear glasses. I've had a couple of concussions. I want to be able to make sure that I've got a good clear sight picture and I want I like the idea of the dot. I pay attention to people who have walked the path before me, you know, Gabe Suarez, um uh, Scott Jadinsky. Mm-hmm. all those guys have walked before me, so I'm gonna follow them they've they've put a path out there for us so, Let's pay attention.
0: Well, they and, have, uh, and there's a lot of them that have walked the path.
1: I pay attention uh-huh. to all of them. And uh, I would get off work. I would come home. I'd come back here into my gun room. Um, I'd clear my gun, and I'd practice drawing and work from the dot. Bring the dot up. Bring the dot up. And I was like, man, this is the fifth nine millimeter I've had to chuck because I've, you know, constant. Okay, now I'm done. Let me pull the dry fire mag out. Let me take it to go to the other half of the house, put a live mag in there, run the slide, get a live round into it, and then you eject that round the next day. And I'm like, man, this is this is going to get expensive. Oh, I know. This is an excuse to go buy a new gun. <laughs> that, so, <laughs> that's great. That's great. <laughs> so I went on Gun Broker because I knew what I wanted, which was another XR920. But it didn't have to be in the best of shape. So I went on Gun Broker and I bought this, the Elite model. Uh, I put a comp on this one because I'm just playing around with it. But uh, I bought that Elite model and set it up identical to my carry gun before I had the comp on there. And then what I would do is I would just take the gun out of the holster... Set it in the drawer. Close the drawer. Come back here into the back room. Take the elite out that I got. Really stupid, cheap.
0: (laughs) On GunBroker, used
1: on GunBroker. Yeah,
0: used. Yeah. I I think I got it for like five fifty. Well, that's amazing. And Chad, I got to ask you a question about that. From my experience, buying a used firearm, especially something like a Shadow Systems, a Glock. Uh, Smith & Wesson M&P SIG 320s some of these modern guns I find that they're usually in great condition, not used very much and pretty darn close to a new gun did you find that?
1: yeah, there might have been judging by the wear and tear on the barrel there might have been 100 rounds in this gun (laughs) maybe (laughs) and you got it for half the price of a new one (laughs) yes so that became the home for my dry fire mag. Yeah. And then I would just pull this out of the safe, put it into the holster, and I could work holster drills and yeah. the whole 9 yards right here at the house. That is really nice. 2 XR920s.
0: One of them you're training and practicing with and the other one you're carrying. Yep. That way
1: I don't have, and they were set up identical. Same red dots, same sights, same trigger identical guns
0: you know and that i want to talk about that this wasn't planned wasn't planned to talk about this subject but since you brought it up i love the concept of having two identical guns Uh, whichever gun you choose to carry have two identical guns one for training purposes and one for carry purposes i think that's great
1: I think that's Yeah, great. back in back in the day, that's, that's exactly how I had my carry gun back in Florida when I carried a Beretta 92. I actually had two of them, mm-hmm. and one of them was – they were identical. I bought one. A year later, I went and bought another one. I mean, holsters the whole nine yards. Uh, everything worked across the board. I didn't have to go buy extra stuff. I didn't have to go do this. I didn't have to go do that. If something happened with one of my guns – I don't have to go dig around in the holster box for which holster for the different gun. I just take the one gun to the gunsmith and or fix it myself and, you know, carry the other one.
0: And there's a lot of good reasons for having two of the exact same gun. Um, you know, that's probably, I think I'm going to make a whole nother show out of just that topic. But I think that's pretty cool. A couple of last questions then I'll give you the open floor so you got your XR 920 you're carrying an appendix you told us about the holster you told us about the belt what kind of clothing you usually have on when you're carrying
1: so I'll either wear a pair of jeans um, motorcycle boots and t-shirt uh, I'm a fairly big guy'm I'm six three I'm, I'm two hundred and twenty five pounds uh, I'm in fairly good shape Um well, when my knee finishes healing up, right. I, uh, I'm recovering from a knee surgery where I had a my ACL replaced. Ouch! So, I, ouch! I've I've had I've put on a little bit of weight, so I'm working on working that off. And tomorrow's actually the one year anniversary from post surgery. So well, let hope that's a good thing. Yeah. Um but if I'm wearing if I'm wearing jeans and a t shirt or I'll be wearing a pair of cargo shorts and I'm still carrying the XR nine twenty. one spare magazine. No problems concealing. Um, no problems concealing underneath the T shirt or a Hawaiian shirt or something like that. No major printing or anything? No. This that's thing. So the the holster that I use it adjusts perfectly. So where you can set it up exactly where you want it. good okay, What's the name I mean, of the holster it's, again? It's a Blackhawk Stash. Stash. Yep. S t a c h e. Okay. Blackhawk Winford.
0: Stash. S t a s h e. Stash. Okay. Yeah. Send me a link. I'm going to put that. Below this video, and of course, in the show notes. All right, so
1: we've got a few well, minutes that's left. Not, yeah, that's ahead. not all that I carry on me. So, ah, also, okay, keep going. I, I, I don't carry a second gun, but I do believe in. Um, I heard it on Student of the Gun, and they have the thing where you carry the Critical Four, something sharp. Something bright. Yeah. Something lethal. And an ankle medical kit.
0: Very good. I don't have the fourth. I have the other three. But I need to start carrying the ankle medical kit.
1: Oh, that's that's the easy part. You can get every bit of it from... The, everybody makes...
0: Yeah, I I know where to get them. I know where to get them. I just need to get one and start carrying it. I realize the importance of it. Take the family, go do a stop the bleed class. Yeah, yep. And I'm glad you just brought this up because I'm doing this series, What Do You Carry and Why? And we're always focused on the guns. And I'm glad that you focused on the other stuff that you carry. And I've got... I got the sharp stuff too, right here, mm-hmm. and I got the bright stuff. So See, I got it, that's sharp same and bright.
1: Flashlight I've got.
0: Ah, uh, you got the. Uh, this is a Streamlight
1: ProTac 2LX. Protac, ProTac 2LX. How about that? We got the same yep. flashlight. Yep. we got the same thing. I use my. I use my flashlight more than I use anything else. Same here. Same here. Maybe more than using my knife.
0: Well, my knife is a close second. I use this uh, knife a lot. Um, never had to use it in self-defense, which is good, but boy, mm-hmm. it's a lot of good utility purposes for this thing. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, and you know what's funny about carrying a knife? This never fails. I mean, this probably happens to me once a week. Um, one of my family members or a friend of mine that I'm with needs to open something. Hey, Bob, you got your knife on you? Yep. I always have my knife on me. So, I'm giving this to other people to use too.
1: Yeah, we uh my wife and I actually went out to dinner one night and the steak knife they brought me was awful. It wouldn't even cut through the steak. <laughs> Again, it was medium rare. But the steak knife was absolutely garbage. And I was like, hey, can I get a can I get a new steak knife? They're like, Oh yeah, sure. I was like, I just dropped it and it's kinda dull. I can't cut the steak with it. She walked off and I was like, Well, I'm hungry, so There you go. I guess we're gonna use this to cut a steak. <laughs> I'm sure it did a great job too. It did a fantastic
0: job. Actually, for me, this flashlight is actually the most used thing that I carry Mm -hmm. my my stream light is is this is the man I'm pulling this out almost every day for something for some reason yeah I'm pulling this out I mean and it's so great even just for
1: finding things finding things that might be in a dark part of the house it's it's so awesome or even when it's not dark yeah you'll take the light turn it on set it on the ground you'll be like okay now I can find this little tiny part
0: yep exactly one time i was taking a a trip i was i was flying and i and i took this flashlight and i uh had left it in my backpack and i went through uh tsa most of the time tsa doesn't say a word uh one time they did they opened it up and reached in pulled it out and the, the agent actually pulls it out shows it to me says what is this I, I couldn't um, believe he asked that question. I said, it's a flashlight. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is a flashlight. Why do you carry it? I said, I'm afraid of the dark. Same, there you go. He just came. He said, okay, he put it back in my backpack and, and said, no problem, go through. Um, but uh, they don't know how to answer that question. I'm afraid of the dark. They don't know what to say.
1: Yeah, that, that throws them for a loop every time.
0: But it's such a useful tool, so so i got to get the ankle medical kit. You motivated me to do that. Cool. I'm glad I could help. Yeah. Chad,
1: any last words? I'm going to give you the last couple of minutes. Um, Go get some training. It doesn't matter what it's at. Go take a Stop the bleed class. Go do something. Go take some training. I know we're all focused on the guns, but You know, you're 99% more likely to need some medical training than you are to actually have to pull a gun.
0: Definitely. Definitely. I'd like to add something to that. I promised I'd give you the last word, but I'm going to take that promise back. When you're talking about training, take some tactics training. um, How to avoid getting out of a fight. Um, Take some situational awareness training. What are you going to do when you're in a bad situation? You don't want to shoot first. you know. What are you going to do? How are you going to get out of that situation? Take
1: some training on that, too. Would you agree? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I told you about the uh, the little incident we had uh, here coming out of breakfast. Had my head up my rear end. Wasn't paying attention. This guy comes up, looks at my wife and I, and he goes, hey, God bless you. God bless you, too. It's Sunday morning. We just got done with breakfast. We're talking about what we're doing for the rest of the day. We're walking towards a truck. This guy starts approaching. He gets more than two arms lengths. So I'm like, hey, what's going on? Hold on. And he goes, uh, hey, man, I'm, I'm staying over here. I need some help. I was like, look, I don't carry any cash. Sorry, I can't help you. If you're hungry, I'll be glad to buy you breakfast. But I don't carry any cash. And this dude... He outweighed me by 200 pounds. Whoa! And of course, I already told everybody, I'm a, I'm a big dude. I'm 220. Whoa! I'm, I'm six foot three, and I'm 220. And this guy outweighed me by at least 150, 200 pounds. And he moved to close personal, almost bad breath distance, and went, "There's an ATM machine right over there," and pointed to the side. And I mean, just trying to use his size to intimidate me and i pushed off of him so quick my wife went nope she well she was in your class too she's taking some tactics (laughs) and everything else yeah so she moves to the left where she can get on his blind side in case i decide to go to work on this dude my hand went to my hip i pushed off of him and his hands went straight up in the air and i went you need to take off and he went yep i do yeah, and he turned he, around. He, he very changed his mind. Walked away. But it was how quickly that went sideways. Yeah, so fast.
0: Yeah, but it was also your good reaction too.
1: Yeah, but it was your had I good been tactic. paying better attention, true, had I been paying better attention, that wouldn't have happened. Had you been paying better attention, yes,
0: but you know you've had some tactics training, not just only in my class, but it sounds like you've had some others, and so your tactics, your technique. Saved the day. Yeah, well, after you weren't paying attention and messed up that way, you still
1: saved the day. Well, any day that you can walk away and you don't have to, you don't have to shut off your social media, you don't have to, you know, do any of that stuff. Um, I guess that's that's a good thing.
0: Yes, it is. Good. Well, this is a great way to end. Chad, thanks for coming on. I appreciate that. And uh, thanks for giving your time. I want to tell everybody, if if you like what we just did here, you want to see more, i got a Patreon page. Chad's a supporter. And I'd love to get your support. I do a lot of private videos like this with uh, a lot of experts, including people like Chad. And I interview them. I put them on Patreon. Uh, If you're not listening to my audio podcast, you can find that at Handgun World Podcast. A link for that will also be in the show notes, in the uh, video notes. Some of you are listening by audio right now. And uh, give me some ratings. And uh, give me some support out there. Chad, thanks for coming on. And uh, I have an idea for a part two. You mind if I reach out to you again in a couple of weeks? Sure. Yeah, I got a, I got an idea. I'll send you an email about it first. Okay, sounds good. All right. Take care, brother. Yeah, you too, man. Later. Thank you, Chad and for donating your time. Really interesting stuff that he shared with us. Please remember that these guests of mine, they donate their time, and uh, they're very generous. And thank you all for reaching out. If some of you want to be on the show to discuss what do you carry and why, just send me an email to handgunworld at gmail.com. Once again, that's handgunworld at gmail.com. Now for the most important part. This show is entirely listener-supported. You know I don't play a whole lot of commercials. In fact, I don't play any anymore because I want to keep this show independent. However, I do need your support. So, if you could join our Patreon page. There are a lot of members right now enjoying some great content that I've put there and some excellent interviews from people. From the past, some very, very good firearms people that have a lot of knowledge. They have contributed to my Patreon page, both videos and audio podcasts. So just go to patreon.com slash handgunworld, and that will also be in the show notes. Well, that's it, folks. Um, I just want to sign off by saying shoot straight, shoot safe. And read your Bible every day. I'll talk to you again next time.